This is e-commerce FM, the e-commerce SEO podcast with Rob Carey and Matt Young. So welcome back then to another episode of e-commerce FM. This is your e-commerce SEO podcast. My name is Matt Young and this wonderful man is Rob Carey. Hello, how's it going? Yeah, really good. Thanks, mate. Have you had a, well, this is a silly question, but have you had a busy week? (laughs) <laughs> it's always busy with me. Uh, this man is he, he just, you know, you live and breathe SEO 24-7. <laughs> now, Rob, you've chosen quite an interesting subject for us to cover today. Uh, we're talking about seasonal pages. So, you know, here we are smack bang in the middle of summer. And when I hear the word season, I guess I kind of think of Christmas and stuff like that. So what are seasonal pages? So there are parts of your website that are only live for certain parts of the year. So, yeah, as you said, like sort of Christmas, Easter, there's Black Friday, January sales, etc. So what makes them different from any other pages on your website then? Well, they're a bit flyby night. You know, you launch them, Google indexes them. But by the time they start earning trust and rankings, they're gone again. You know, for many e-commerce stores, it's a case of starting from scratch every year. A surprising number of stores actually use a different URL each year as well. So it will be like a slash Xmas 2020 or slash Black Friday 20. But is having a different URL necessarily a bad thing, though? I can understand why people do it. You know, Christmas 2020 sounds fresh and new. But, you know, just like a cheap stocking filler at Christmas, you end up throwing the URL away by New Year's Eve. (laughs) And it just doesn't have time to earn any value. Search engines take time to trust URLs. They always have done. It's why they struggle so much with indexing and showing results for social media content, because that social media content's only really valid and useful for a matter of days or even hours. They don't like you trying different SEO tweaks as well, like every few minutes, because they think you might want to try and backwards engineer their algorithm. So everything takes time with SEO. Plus, nobody really wants to be talking about Christmas until like October, November time. So the links coming into your pages arrive really last minute. And that new URL just doesn't have time to accrue enough value. So it's basically like a perfect storm of SEO fails. I could just, yeah, I could just imagine. So, okay, so how do we get around this? What would you do instead then? Well, I'd design seasonal pages into the permanent site structure from the very beginning of creating your website. And if your site already exists, then just make sure that they have a place in your site structure. Use the same slash Christmas or slash sale URLs every single year. And each year that you use them, the URLs will accrue more and more links and value. And as it builds up over a number of years, you'll find that you're actually ahead of the game. You'll be in front of your competitors from day one of your Christmas sale launching or your, you know, your festive page coming live because they're probably using the old tactic of using a different URL or taking that URL offline, whereas you're ready to go from day one. But if you have like, you know, say, for example, slash sale, if you have more than one sale each year, what are you supposed to do then? Well, as long as your sales don't overlap, then I'll still stick to a single slash sale URL uh, for each one of those sales. I guess Black Friday is kind of an exception. People are used to seeing slash Black Friday URLs. They think that there's also better discounts on Black Friday than there are in a standard sales. They'll be looking out for signals that you have a Black Friday event. Also, the content will tend to be quite different for Black Friday. There'll be a lot of searches around the term rather than just sale as a term. Also, the technology for your Black Friday page might need to be different as well. A lot of retailers have a 
time limited offer where there's a countdown for when that product's discounted. So you might not be able to have it on a standard sales page. So just try having as few variations as possible for these seasonal and sale pages because each one of these variations needs its own links and authority and PR strategy behind it in order to achieve good results in SEO. So for slash Christmas and slash Black Friday, really spend a lot of time on the content, you know, make it as captivating and keyword rich as possible, because you're going to have these pages for a long time. So it's worth investing a lot of time into that content to make it so that you get your best results during this very short seasonal period. So I gather then after that, you take the page down until next year? Actually, no. People always look for a bargain. You get people searching for Black Friday deals in June even. And you don't want Google to forget about the URL. Otherwise, it will take them time to index it again. You might have links going into it. But if the page 404s or 3 on redirects, it's going to take days or even weeks before that page gets back into Google's index because they think that that site is either down or it no longer exists anymore. Even if you don't have any products on sale, the page could be a huge revenue earner for you. When the sale or season is over, just keep up that page, keep that beautiful new content up there as well, and just replace the product listings with a newsletter call to action. Tell people that they'll know about the next sale or festival event an hour before anybody else, for example, or offer them free delivery on sale items or a further discount or another perk, you know, a reason for them to enter their details. And then that is a very valuable thing you've got there. You've got a keen user who's desperate to buy from you during the sale, and you can almost guarantee that they'll buy something when your next sale launches. So when you do have this email, you know, don't spam them. So many retailers, once they get an email address, send an email every day or every week, and the person will just unsubscribe before the next sale even happens. So maybe segregate this person out and keep them updated about your next sale, but don't over-email them. You know, if you do it right and you have a well-designed page for this and a well-designed email as well, there's so much revenue you can make out of it. Such a valuable point. I love that. It's you know you you really do are not just covering the technical side of things here. There is that proper marketing side of things where you know it's it makes sense to have the page up all year round. Someone goes to find that you can capture their email address. We can tempt them by saying, look, you know, be the first person to hear about our sales before everybody else. Brilliant, brilliant stuff, Rob. Fantastic. <laughs> now I'm gonna just spin it on you here a little bit and try and ask you a bit of a tricky question. Are stores on Shopify able to do this as well? Good question. It's uh, harder, but it's uh, still possible. You can get email providers such as MailChimp that will give you some JavaScript code to put on your website. And what that does is create a pop-up which goes over the top of your page and allows you to then collect email addresses. So you could keep the page up on Shopify, remove the products from that category or collection as they call it there, and just have this pop-up occur. Now, some email providers don't allow you to specify which pages to show it on, which one's not. So you can actually use Google Tag Manager and tell Google Tag Manager to only execute this piece of code on specific pages. So you're able to have this pop up so it covers what is basically a blank category page, but tell people, you know, there's no sale on at the moment, but they can get information as soon as your next sale launches. 
Fantastic. So there's so much that we've gone through already in this in this uh, podcast episode. Of course, as always, there will be a summary of this. There'll be the full text version on the website that you can look at, uh, ecommerce.fm. But can you kind of summarize everything up for us today, please, Rob? Sure. So just use a few URLs for your seasonal pages, you know, for slash sale slash Christmas slash Black Friday and reuse those URLs every year. So every year they get more and more value. Don't take the pages down after the sale of the event. Keep them live and also keep the content up. Just swap out the products for a newsletter call to action or use a provider such as MailChimp to create a modal popover on that page to collect email addresses. Do this and you'll have evergreen pages. They'll keep getting more powerful every year. They'll start ranking before your competitors do. And you'll also have an amazing email list of potential customers. Superb. Now, it is quite a small topic this week, but I think that people will get some real big revenue wins from it. And possibly in the summer, when you've got that time, when they may not have a sale at the moment, this is the time to think about those sort of things and make sure that if you haven't already instigated something like this, then uh, you can instigate that now for the forthcoming Black Friday sales and, of course, Christmas coming up soon. So, um, yeah, Rob, fantastic as always. Brilliant. Thank you for another brilliant episode. Good stuff. Looking forward to the next one. Now, just to let you know, of course, we've got our website, ecommerce.fm. We are on social media too. There's the Facebook. If you just search for ecommerce FM, you can find us on there as well. And we're on Twitter at ecommerce underscore FM. Uh, come and ask us questions. You can do that via the website or just respond to something uh, on our social media pages. And of course, we would really appreciate your ratings as well. I don't know what your uh, podcast provider is, but they all offer that rating service. So if you go and give us a rating, it really helps us get more people so until next week have a brilliant week keep seoing and we'll see you in seven days time this is e-commerce fm the e-commerce seo podcast with rob carey and matt young